kittens. They're small, they're cute, and they're full of energy. But if left alone for too long without a means of releasing said energy, they become dangerous entities that are capable of leveling 50 square blocks of your typical American city. And that's just one kitten. Imagine what you can do with an entire bag of them, and throwing them into your nearest river doesn't count. Greetings and welcome to Checkpoint Gaming. With this series of episodes, we will be going over how to play the game Exploding Kittens. With Exploding Kittens, it was designed by Matthew Inman, Elan Lee, and Shane Small, and published by The Oatmeal. With this episode, it will go over the base game and its expansions. With Exploding Kittens, it is a card game that consists of 56 cards with some exploding kittens found within the deck. Although it is typically played with two to five players, it is possible for up to nine players to play, but only if two decks are combined. During the course of the game, players will take turns drawing cards from the top of the deck until they have drawn an exploding kitten. When this occurs, said player will explode, thus removing them from the game. This process will continue until there is only one player left standing, thus making them the winner of the game. So basically speaking, when a player explodes, then they lose while the player who doesn't explode being crowned the winner. When it comes to that of all of the other cards found in the deck, they will lessen the player's chance of drawing an exploding kitten. When it comes to that of setting up for the game, there are a few steps that are to be followed. First, remove all of the exploding kittens and diffuse cards from the deck. Second, shuffle the remaining cards and deal out four cards to each player, face down. Third, deal out one diffuse card to each player, which is to be added to their hand. Each player is to keep their hand secret for the duration of the game. Regarding diffuse cards, they're the only cards that are able to save a player from an exploding kitten, and if it is played after a player draws an exploding kitten, the kitten is to be placed back into the draw pile anywhere the player desires instead of seeing the kitten explode. So with that said, it is a good idea to try and get as many diffuse cards as possible. Fourth, place enough exploding kittens into the deck that is equal to the number of players found in the game minus one. When it comes to that of any extra exploding kittens, they are removed from the game. Fifth, return the extra diffuse cards back into the deck. When it comes to that of a two-player game, return only two diffuse cards back into the deck with the other two diffuse cards getting removed from the game. Sixth, shuffle the deck and put it into the middle of the table, face down, with enough space available for a discard pile. With this deck, it represents the game's draw pile. And seventh, pick a player to go first, using any method desired to select this player. When it comes to taking turns, the player will perform the following actions. This begins with the player deciding if they want to either play a card or to pass. If they decide to play, they are to place one card from their hand face up atop of the discard pile and follow the instructions that are found upon it. It is worth noting that there are some cards that don't possess any instructions printed upon them. With these particular cards, they will have to be collected and played as pairs. When played, said player will be able to pick another player and randomly steal one of the cards from their hand. After following the instructions that are found upon a card or the playing of a pair of cards, the player will be able to play any additional cards they wish with the player playing as many cards as they like. But if the player decides to pass, then no more cards are to be played. The player will then end their turn by drawing a card from the top of the draw pile and place it into their hand, hoping that they won't draw an exploding kitten. Play will then continue in a clockwise direction. 
During play, players are allowed to count the cards that are remaining within the draw pile. And since the draw pile will never run out of cards, there will never be any need to reshuffle the discard pile. There is also no minimum or maximum hand size a player is able to possess. But if a player ever finds themselves running out of cards from their hand, then no special action is to be taken. Play will just continue with the player drawing at least a single card during their next turn. With the basic rules taken care of, let's take a look at the cards that are found within the game. First, we have the game's namesake, the Exploding Kitten. Once drawing this card, the player will have to immediately reveal it, and unless the player possesses a Diffuse card to counter it, said player explodes, thus causing them to discard their hand along with the Exploding Kitten. Second, we have the Defuse card. If a player draws an Exploding Kitten and they have a Defuse card in their hand, they can play it to counter the Exploding Kitten, which will prevent the player from being eliminated. From there, they will secretly place the exploding kitten back into the draw pile anywhere they wish without either reordering or viewing the other cards. The player can even choose to hold the draw pile underneath the table so that the other players will be unable to see where they placed it. From there, the next player will go unless the initial player is to perform multiple turns. Third, we have the attack card. What this card will do is to end the turn of the player who plays it without them drawing a card and will force the next player to take two turns in a row. What this means is that the target of this card will take their turn as normal, followed by them taking another turn once their first turn comes to an end. But if the target of an attack card also plays at attack card, then their turn will immediately come to an end with the next player taking two consecutive turns. Fourth, we have the favor card. When played, it will force any other player to hand over one card of their choice from their hand to the player who played this card. Fifth, we have the Nope card. When played, it will prevent any action from being performed unless the action is an exploding kitten or diffuse card, thus causing it to have no effect. And this applies to any card, pair of cards, or special combo. It is even possible for a Nope card to cancel out another Nope, thus creating a Yup. A nope card can be played at any time before an action begins, even if it's not the player's turn. Sixth, we have See the Future. When playing this card, it allows the player to look at the top three cards of the draw pile without showing the other players. Once done looking at them, place the cards back atop of the draw pile in their initial order. Seventh, we have Shuffle. When played, the draw pile is to be thoroughly shuffled without the player viewing the cards. Eighth, we have Skip. When played, the player will immediately end their turn without drawing a card. But if it's played as a defense against an attack card, then it will only end one of the two-player turns. Because of this, two skip cards will have to be played in order to fully negate the attack card. And ninth, we have the cat cards. With the cat cards, they consist of the Taco Cat, Catermelon, Hairy Potato Cat, Beard Cat, and the Rainbow Ralphing cards. Although each of these cards are powerless on their own, they can be played in pairs or special combos. With special combos, they are used for advanced play and consists of any group of cards that are played at the same time. When a combo is played, the instructions that are found upon the cards are to be ignored, with the player performing the following steps instead. When playing two of a kind, it allows for the stealing of a random card from another player, and it no longer applies to only cards that are without instructions. Instead, it extends to any cards that are found in the deck that possess the same icon in their corners as the cards found in the two of a kind.
When playing three of a kind, it works the same as a two of a kind, but the player will get to name the card they want to obtain from the other player instead of taking one at random. If the target player possesses it, then the attacking player will get to take it. If not, then the attacking player will get nothing. Finally, when playing five different cards, it occurs when the player plays any five cards that possess different icons found within their corners. Once played, the player will get to go through the discard pile and take any single card that they'd like. And with that, we have covered the base game of Exploding Kittens, and we can now begin looking at the expansions to the game. As of the writing of this series, they consist of Imploding Kittens, Streaking Kittens, and Barking Kittens, which were released in that order. With the variants and standalone versions of this game, they will be addressed in future episodes. With Imploding Kittens, it introduces 20 new cards and the Cone of Shame into the game, although the players don't have to use all of the cards that come with the expansion and just select their favorites and use those instead. During setup, remove the Imploding Kitten card from the expansion, along with the Exploding Kittens and Diffuse cards from the draw pile. From there, shuffle in the remaining cards from the Imploding Kittens expansion into the deck. After shuffling, deal out seven cards to each player face down, followed by dealing out one diffuse card to each player, thus giving each player a total of eight cards. After dealing out the cards, insert the imploding kitten card back into the deck, along with enough exploding kitten cards that is equal to the number of people playing the game minus two. But if playing with the Streaking Kittens expansion as well, include the Imploding and Exploding Kitten cards into the deck so that the total number of kittens is equal to that of the total number of players participating in the game. When it comes to that of any extra Exploding Kittens, they are removed from the game. But if playing with two players, only use the Imploding Kitten and one Exploding Kitten with whoever draws the first kitten losing. From there, return the extra diffuse cards back into the deck. But if playing a two to three player game, only put two of the extra diffuse cards into the deck with the remaining diffuse cards being removed. When completed, shuffle the deck and put it face down into the middle of the table. From there, play the game as normal. For those who wish to play a faster variant of the game, they can randomly remove about a third of the deck before play begins. From there, shuffle in the imploding kitten and the appropriate number of exploding kittens into the draw pile. Once that has been taken care of, play is able to begin. With that taken care of, let's take a look at the cards that have been introduced into the game through this expansion. First, we have the expansion's namesake, the imploding kitten card, which there is one copy. Once it has been drawn, after killing the player who drew it, said player will secretly return it to the draw pile face-up anywhere they wish. Regarding the defuse card, it can't be used against the imploding kitten, and when a player is forced to draw this card while it is face-up, they will immediately implode, thus taking them out of the game. The player who draws it also cannot use the defuse or nope cards to negate its effect, after imploding and eliminating a player, the imploding kitten is to be placed into the discard pile. But if the face-up imploding kitten is found atop of the draw pile and a player plays a shuffle card, said player is to shuffle the deck under the table as to have the shuffling player still have the chance to shuffle the imploding kitten back atop of the draw pile without realizing it. It is worth noting that with the imploding kitten card, it will allow the game to be played with up to six players with a standard exploding kitten deck. 
Players can also use it to replace one of the exploding kitten cards used in main game play. And if playing with the Streaking Kitten's expansion, the Imploding Kitten card won't affect the Streaking Kitten. Second, we have Alter the Future. When used, it will allow its user to look at the top three cards of the draw pile and rearrange them in any order they like without showing the other players. Once done, they will return the cards to the top of the draw pile, face down, then continue their turn. Third, we have Draw from the Bottom. At the end of the player's turn, it will allow them to draw a card from the bottom of the draw pile. Fourth, we have Feral Cat. It can be used as any cat card and is unable to be used as a non-cat card such as Shuffle or Attack. Fifth, we have Reverse. When used, it will, you guessed it, reverse the order of play, ending the player's turn without having them draw a card. If there are only two people playing, then this card will act as if it was a skip card. And if this card is played after the player is the subject of an attack, the order will be reversed, but said player will have only ended one of their two turns. And sixth, we have targeted attack. When used, it will end the player's turn or turns without them drawing a card and will cause another player of their choosing to take two turns in a row. The victim of this card will take their turn as normal, and when done, they'll immediately take another turn. From there, play will continue from the attacked player. And if the victim of any attack plays any attack card, then their turn will immediately end, and the next victim will have to take any remaining turns plus two. So this will have a compounding effect with the victim having to take four turns, then six, and so forth. The final component for this expansion is the Cone of Shame, which is given to the first person who forgets whose turn it is, thus causing them to become a human direction indicator by having to wear the Cone of Shame for the rest of the game. Since the cone is able to rotate around the player's head, it is able to indicate the current direction of play through the use of an arrow indicator that faces forward for all of the players to see. So whenever a reverse card is played, the cone of shame will rotate to indicate the new direction of play. With Streaking Kittens, it introduces 15 new cards. Regarding setup, follow the rules for base play, starting with the removing of the exploding kittens and ending with determining who will go first. And if playing with the imploding kittens expansion, then insert the imploding kitten into the draw pile, along with enough exploding kittens so that there is enough kittens that is equal to the number of players found in the game. For those who wish to play a faster game, they can randomly remove about a third of the deck before play begins. From there, shuffle in the imploding kitten and the appropriate number of exploding kittens into the draw pile. Once that has been taken care of, play is able to begin. With that taken care of, let's take a look at the cards that are introduced to the game through this expansion. First, we have the expansion's namesake, the Streaking Kitten. When the player is in possession of this card, they can secretly hold one exploding kitten in their hand without it exploding. With all of that said, there are a few things that are worth noting. If the streaking kitten ever leaves the player's hand for any reason and they possess an exploding kitten, said exploding kitten will, you guessed it, explode, thus requiring them to use a defuse card or get eliminated. And if another player steals or receives the exploding kitten from said player's hand, it will automatically explode, requiring them to use a defuse card or get eliminated. The player that acquired the exploding kitten from the other player's hand will still have to complete their turn after defusing the exploding kitten. 
if the player takes any action that will cause them to play an exploding kitten from their hand, said player will explode, requiring them to use a defuse card or lose the game. And if playing a version of the game that includes the five-card special combo, the streaking kittens and exploding kittens cannot be used as part of the five-card special combo, nor can the player remove either card from the discard pile. When it comes to that of imploding kitten, the streaking kitten will not allow the player to hold it in their hand. Second, we have Alter the Future. When used, it will allow its user to look at the top five cards of the draw pile and rearrange them in any order they like without showing the other players. Once done, return the cards to the top of the draw pile, face down, with the player continuing their turn. Third, we have the Katomic Bomb. When used, it will see the removal of all of the exploding kittens found in the draw pile and allow everyone to see them. From there, shuffle the draw pile, return the exploding kittens face down atop of the draw pile, and the player's turn will end without said player drawing a card. If playing with the imploding kitten card expansion, the imploding kitten card is not to be removed from the draw pile when the exploding kittens are removed. Fourth, we have an additional exploding kitten. This is a regular exploding kitten card that is to be included into the draw pile so that there are as many exploding kitten cards as there are players. This is to ensure that even if a player is holding an exploding kitten in their hand, all players except for one will explode during the game. Fifth, we have garbage collection. When played, every player who possesses cards, including the triggering player, will have to choose one card from their hand and secretly insert it into the draw pile. From there, the entire draw pile is to be shuffled. Sixth, we have Mark. When played, a player is to be targeted followed by randomly picking one of their cards to be marked. This is done by returning it to the targeted player's hand and having it facing out to the other players. Although it is still part of the targeted player's hand, and they get to look at it, it remains marked until it is either played or is stolen. And if the marked card gets stolen, then it will no longer be marked. Seventh, we have See the Future. When played, it allows the player to look at the top five cards of the draw pile without showing the other players. Once done, they're to be placed back atop of the draw pile in the same order. Eighth, we have Super Skip. When played, it will end the player's turn without them drawing a card. And if the player is supposed to take multiple turns, then all of them will end. And ninth, we have Swap Top and Bottom. When played, it will have the player swap out the top and bottom cards of the draw pile without looking at them. With Barking Kittens, it introduces 20 new cards and the Tower of Power crown. During setup, besides removing all of the exploding kittens and diffuse cards from the deck, also remove the Tower of Power card. From there, deal out one defuse card to each player with the extra defuse cards and the remaining 19 Barking Kittens being shuffled into the main deck. When shuffling the deck, deal out six cards and place them into the center of the table with the Tower of Power crown being placed atop of them. These cards become the stash. Once that has been completed, insert the Tower of Power card into the main deck and shuffle it, followed by following the rules for setup. For those who wish to play a faster variant of the game, before placing any of the Exploding Kittens or Tower of Power card into the deck, they can randomly remove about a third of the deck before play begins. From there, shuffle in the Tower of Power card and the appropriate number of Exploding Kittens into the draw pile. Once that has been completed, play is able to begin.
With that taken care of, let's take a look at the cards that are introduced to the game through this expansion. First, we have the expansion's namesake, the Barking Kitten. Like that of all kittens, Barking Kittens cannot be noted. This card is to be placed face up in front of the player who possesses it and will ask the other players if they have the other Barking Kitten. If so, they will become the initial player's target and will have to play a Diffuse card or they will explode. From there, discard both Barking Kittens when the turn comes to an end. But if no one possesses the other Barking Kitten, then the initial Barking Kitten is to be left face up in front of the initial player. It cannot be played again, and it doesn't count as being part of the initial player's hand. When someone else plays the other Barking Kitten, the initial player will be the target of the other player and will have to play a Diffuse card or Explode. If a player gets both of the Barking Kitten cards, even if they have already played one, then they can play both of them and pick any player as their target. After playing this card, it's still the player's turn. Second, we have the Berry card. When playing this card, it will end the player's turn with them drawing a card. After looking at it, they are to secretly put it back into the draw pile anywhere they like. However, this card cannot be played if the player already has the I'll take that card found in front of them. If playing the game with the Imploding Kitten expansion and berry is played on the Imploding Kitten card, then leave the Imploding Kitten in its original orientation when they place it back into the draw pile. Third, we have the I'll take that card. When played, it is to be placed face up in front of another player, and the next time that the targeted player draws a card, they will have to secretly view it and hand it to the initial player. Once this has been completed, place the I'll take that card into the discard pile. If an exploding kitten is handed to the initial player, then they'll have to defuse it or explode. But regardless of the outcome, play will continue as if the target player drew a card and ended their turn. However, if the target player already has a copy of this card in front of them, then they cannot receive a second one. Fourth, we have personal attack. When played, it is done against the player themselves, causing them to take three turns in a row. With the player's first turn, it is done normally with them taking two more turns after that. If another attack card is played, then the target player will have to take any remaining turns plus the number of attacks associated with the attack card that was just played. Fifth, we have Potluck. When played, each player will have to put a card of their choice face down atop of the draw pile, starting with the player who played this card and going in the direction of play. Sixth, we have Share the Future. When played, privately view the top three cards of the draw pile and then rearrange them in any order they like, followed by showing these cards to the player next in turn before returning them to the top of the draw pile face down. From there, the initial player will continue their turn. And seventh, we have Tower of Power, and we're not referring to the R&B band. When playing this card, the player will put on the Tower of Power crown, followed by taking the stash cards without looking at them. From there, they will put them within the crown and atop of their head. With this crown, it will protect the player from all forms of stealing. And if anyone tries to steal cards from this player, they will blindly and randomly take a card from underneath the Tower of Power crown instead of from the player's hand. This continues until there are no more cards found within the stash. This also extends to favor cards, the playing of pairs, the playing of a three of a kind, and any other form of stealing. The player that possesses the stash cards can never move them from the Tower of Power crown into their hand.
This is because it only protects the player from essentially being robbed. And once the player is wearing the Tower of Power crown, they will wear it for the rest of the game, even when the stash of cards are done. Before ending this episode, let's talk about the curse of the cat butt. Although introduced in the Streaking Kittens expansion, the Barking Kittens expansion introduces some new cards to the game that need to be addressed, so we decided to address the rules here. And even if the publishers regretted introducing this card to the game, they are yet to ban the cards used from play, like what happens with certain cards in Transformers TCG and Magic The Gathering, so we'll be addressing it. But if the players are not using the Streaking Kittens expansion, then the following rules are to be ignored. With these rules, we split it into the Streaking Kittens section, which is addressed first, and the Barking Kittens section, which is addressed second. When used, the Curse of the Cat Butt will see a target player be selected who will then have to immediately put their hand face down upon the table, shuffle the cards, and not look at the result. This will last until said player draws one card from the draw pile without exploding. When it is the target player's turn and they decide to play any of their cards, those cards will have to be randomly picked and placed face up upon the discard pile. If the card is playable, then it is to be played as normal, but if the card is not able to be played, then the card is lost. If this blind player draws an exploding kitten and doesn't possess a streaking kitten, it won't count as successfully drawing a card. Instead, said player will have to blindly play cards until a defusa card is played with all non-defusa cards that are played being lost without effect. Once the exploding kitten has been successfully diffused, the blind player can return to non-blind play. Otherwise, they will explode. But if the blind player plays an exploding kitten while they are trying to defuse another exploding kitten, then they will have to defuse each of them before they are able to continue play. When it comes to the playing of a favor card while blind, the blind player can look at the card they received before turning it face down and shuffling it into their hand on the table. When it comes to an opponent that marks a player that is blind or they become blind while they are holding a marked card, then the marked card will have to remain facing in the opposite direction from the rest of the blind player's hand until said card is either played or stolen. And if an opponent plays a three-of-a-kind combo upon a blind player, then the blind player will have to find the card, if they possess it, and give it to the combo player, followed by placing the cards back onto the table and then shuffle them. If the garbage collection card is played and a character is blind, then the blind player will have to pick a card to contribute without looking at them. And after making this given selection, the blind player can secretly view the selected card so that if the blind player is giving up a streaking kitten and they possess an exploding kitten, they can at least try to defuse it. If a barking kitten is played while blind and a blind player possesses the other barking kitten, then they will have to now blindly play cards until a defuse card is played with all non-defuse cards that are played being lost without effect. If the Barking Kitten is successfully defused, then the player will return to that of non-blind play. And if the player already has a Barking Kitten card face up in front of them and they become blind, or they play one while blind, then keep the Barking Kitten visible to all of the players. But in all cases, after the Barking Kitten card is resolved, both players can look at their new hands in order to see if they now have an exploding kitten in their possession without a streaking kitten that requires defusing. If an I'll take that card is played on a blind player, they can look at the card they draw before they give it away. From there, they will become unblinded since they have successfully drawn a card, even if the card that they gave away is an exploding kitten. 
but if the blind player receives a card from an I'll take that, then follow the rules laid out for the favor card while blind. If the potluck cards is played while a player is blind, then the blind player will have to pick and place a card onto the draw pile without looking at it. Once this is done, the blind player can secretly look at the card. This is done so that if the blind player gives away a streaking kitten while in possession of an exploding kitten, they will have to try and defuse it. Finally, the curse of the cat butt card will only affect the stash cards that are found under the Tower of Power crown if they enter the hand of a blind player. At this point, they also become blind. So with that said, that is the base game and its expansions for exploding kittens. With that taken care of, we can start talking about the game's variants. If you liked this episode, feel free to give it a like, and if you want to stay up to date on any future episodes we upload, go ahead and subscribe. You can also support us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash checkpointgaming. See you in the next episode, and happy gaming.